What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, we're going to talk about goal setting. It's so important to set smart goals, really amazing goals, and then dial them back to the actions. And today I did a goal setting workshop. We recorded it. I want to put it out here for you guys on the show. And I talked about some of the mindset stuff. I talked about setting goals. I talked about my goals that I set last year. I, I talked about what I hit, what I didn't hit, some of the lessons learned from that, uh, some of the things that I'm looking at going forward. And then I actually worked through um, setting goals with other people. So looking at their goals and then breaking them down into 90 day plan and then the actions that it takes to actually execute on those goals and to make sure that things get done. What I took from this is we need accountability. You need accountability. And you can set, you're probably not setting great goals right now. You're probably definitely not looking at lead metrics, the lead metrics. You're looking at lag metrics, like the goals and the, the success and things like that. You're not looking at the lead metrics close enough. And you probably don't have somebody holding you accountable every single week. And that's what we do inside of our programs. So. Um, during this, I invite people to jump in and fill out an application, jump on a call with my team, and we, I showed them exactly what we do for our accountability groups inside of Seven Figure Runway, Altitude, and our multifamily groups. It's really amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And I would highly encourage you guys to jump on a call and see if we are a good fit for you because I really do think there's so much information in the marketplace right now. There's so much noise that it gets confusing. And what it does is it just delays everyone. If you want to speed up, you need to listen to one source. You need to listen to one path, like have a goal, have a plan, have accountability and go. You need to have accountability and you need to have a community of like-minded people. That will get you to the next level, I promise you. And so I wanna encourage you to enjoy the show, listen to it, but take action and do something about it. If you want 2023 to be better than any other year that you've ever had and reach the goals, achieve the goals, blow past the goals, double the goals, then we can help you. And so I hope you guys enjoy the show and I hope you take advantage of just a free call with one of my team members on my staff that can help walk you through your goals, your plans and see if we're the right fit for you. No pressure, no high, no high pressure sale, none of that stuff. Just how can we serve you? How can we help you in a little level? Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. I had an awesome time today doing this goal, set goal setting workshop and uh, I think you guys are really gonna get a lot out of it. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Let's get rolling. Uh, so I need some participation from you guys uh, right now. So who's like, who's excited about 2023 and who is a little like concerned about 2023? Um, the title of the YouTube channel is just seven figure flipping. You Google seven figure flipping, you'll find it. The number seven figure flipping. Um, okay, so excited, pumped, um, great opportunity, uh, excited but terrified. I'd like some uh, follow-up from terrified. What do you mean by that? Over the top, excited, both. Um, give me a little bit more detail. I really want to know where all of you are going. Like, not just like, I'm, I'm really excited, but like, if there is concern, I'd like to know why that is. Like, I really want to know why. I want to know what's going on with you guys. I want to know what you're concerned about. I want to know what you're frustrated about right now. Um, I really want to know kind of what's going on. Uh, lots of opportunity coming, ready for it, excited, both. A lot of both, a lot of both. So tell me, um, I understand why you're excited about a new year. And I see nervous um, 
excited, new, 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 excited because prices are coming down already, um, excited though way behind already, Dawn, we're only like five days in, um, you're not behind, trust me, uh, 2023 is the year I get out of debt. I like that excited, but cautious. So give me some more, some more like real feelings. Like how do you really feel? Like if you're nervous or both, like, um, I think we're all excited every time we have a new year. It's almost like we like reset, um, uh, nervous as a newbie, uh, nervous about estimating ARVs. Okay. Now we're getting to actual like things, knowing the ARV and the market moving down is the biggest concern. Nathan said, um, ready to lift off. I'm excited to take advantage of these opportunities. What's up, Andy? I'm glad you're here. Excited and concerned with having the market, um, with the market having opportunities. Um, being an owner of a thousand doors by December 31, uh, 2023. Charlie, great to see you here. I'm glad you're here. I hope that you hit that for sure. And I know that um, the multifamily group will help you do that. Um, cautious on the lending environment and second order effects on that. Financial concerns. I think a lot of people have those. So Daniel, good to see you here. Um, excited to stabilize our portfolio, terrified. I won't do slash act enough fast enough to benefit from this market. Um, uh, I'm just, man, a lot stuck. Everyone says it's a good time, but the media makes it sound like we're heading for a disaster. Nick, if I can give you one piece of advice before we start, it's like, turn the media off. Um, stop listening to the media and start, uh, like thinking about what you see and, 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 and listen to people who you, uh, who you trust that are going in the right direction. So the media is just designed to get you to click and be concerned. Like the media is designed to make you concerned. That's what, that's a full-time job. Uh, main concern has been showing of leads, but we are very focused on our path and looking to master our business. Anxious, growing uh, business to start hiring. Daniel said, good to see you here, Daniel. Excited, ready to get this going. Thought I needed to start with wholesaling, but my true dream is to invest and flip. I'm concerned because I don't have full-time employment to get hard money, et cetera. This is literally my dream, but just need to know my direction. Being new to wholesaling and investing. So uh, I can see that. Uh, oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff here. Okay. I'm just going to scan through a couple more things. Overwhelm and all that needs to get organized, starting multiple companies, organizing partners and employees. Shane, I know exactly how you feel. Um, Nathan, excited, but a bit skittish. Several properties are higher ARV, but still a good deal. Trying to stay closer to median price point. I think that's smart. Um, excited for the opportunities, but my runway for business launch and sustainability is shrinking. It's something always in the back of my mind, John. Good to see you here, John. Um, Okay, I'm just going to keep scrolling. Oh my gosh, there's like a hundred of these. Concerned that I won't have the right connections to get where I want to be. Health issues and life changes interfering with business and execution and action momentum. Lee, good to see you here, Lee. Um, just, okay, just transition, need another revenue source. So we have people all over. We got people, it looks like that are in the business right now that are, are doing some of the work. I recognize a lot of names in our runway program. And then uh, some people who are just getting started, who are trying to figure the, the next thing out for them, that this is something that they're starting. You guys are starting right now. And so um, what I want to do today, we're going to talk about goals specifically. Before we do that, um, what I want to do is I want to talk about like the mindset and, and, and where you come from, because this is the, I'm telling you right now, like none of this other stuff is going to matter if you don't have the right mindset of, of the direction that you're going in the plan. Um, I was, I spent the entire day yesterday with my staff, seven hours. We were here, my marketing team and my video team. And I, I we came here into the office. Like everybody came into the office. We zoomed a couple people in and I basically was like on our main stage that we do events here. It's like about 5,000 square foot auditorium. And I just put them in the audience and we, we just, I, we like, we went through an entire like marketing system and plan for 2023. And it started with like telling stories. Like I had to go back through all of my stories. I went back through like my past life. And so the problem that, that I have sometimes in 
what we put out there, the marketing, the messaging, everything that I do is, is very much like where a lot of you are, I haven't been for like six or seven years. So what I did at, at this event is I went back in time and we, I told stories from when I was in middle school, in high school, in college, uh, just going into the military, um, all the way through like uh, flipping my first, buying my first house that I was living in that I, I renovated the bathroom in the, like a, a spare bathroom because I was so excited about flipping. Like I was watching all the flipping TV shows. Like I went back in time to, to where I just got started. Like, and I was so like concerned and uncertain and nervous, but I just kept going. There was something about it that kept coming up for me that kept coming up in my stories. And it was the fact that what I did was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. And, and, and I, I needed certainty. A lot of you guys want certainty in your life. You want certainty in a new venture. You want certainty in a, in a business. You want all this certainty. Like you want to know the outcome and you want to know that it's going to be consistent. And so what I, what I realized in going back there to kind of where a lot of you guys are right now is there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with this. There's a lot of like unknown. There's a lot of, I, I don't know what the end is going to, is going to have in store for me at the end of 2023, right? We're going to set goals for 2023. I don't know what 2023 is going to have in store for me. And so what I, what I want to do before we kick off is just kind of talk through some of that. Like there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. There's got to be a lot of times where you're challenged and tested and, and what I see, I've, I've coached many, many successful people, many, many successful people that have seen success. I've also seen people who have struggled and just kind of like washed out, you know, like the Navy SEAL program. So like I, I was in the military, I, uh, I spent a lot of time flying the Navy SEALs around in the helicopter. I, I, I worked out of um, Coronado there where the, the Navy SEALs were. So we did a lot of work with them. They like parachuted, fast robed, uh, repelled all the stuff out of my, out of my helicopter that I was flying for the Navy. And what I would see is these guys, like uh, so many would come in, right? And then, and then, and then some would make it and some would get washed out. And what it, the same thing happens like in businesses, right? You see people start a new business and, and people make it. You see the stats, like small businesses are uh, a certain percentage of small businesses are going to succeed. And, and in a few years, the rest of them will be gone. And so what, what I want to get across here is everyone is going to have goals. Like everybody's going to set goals and you guys are probably all have similar goals. Like when I see this, you're excited and, and a little bit concerned about what's going to happen, but you can only control certain things. There's only certain things that you can actually control. Right. And so that is, uh, 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 I, I'm writing down an equation. So, I, um, I want you guys to think about what you can control and what you can't control. And so when uh, somebody mentioned the, the media and the news and things like that, like you can't control any of that stuff. You can't control that stuff. The only thing that you can control is your response. Okay. So your response is the control that you have. And so your mindset and, and the way that you think and the way that you show up, that is what controls your response. So for me, what I realized in telling all these stories and going back in time and looking at successful times in my life and the things that I've been able to accomplish, what I realized is, I would, I would always be all in on something. I would always commit fully to it. It wasn't like I'm dipping my toe in the water. I'm going to check it out. Maybe this is like my next splash in the pan and I hope it works. It might not work. So I'm not, I'm just going to give it like a little bit. I'll give it hundred percent in the beginning and then it'll go to 80 and then it'll go to 40. And then eventually it's like, if, it, if I don't get a deal in a month or two, then I'm just going to go find something else to do. And I'm just going to dabble. And so we really tried to figure out like, who are the best people? Who are our best people? And what do they all have in common? And so what I'm going to push a lot of you guys to do is get married to the decision that you make today. Like actually get married to the decision for this entire year 
of 2023. If you're going to set goals around real estate, if you're going to get set goals around financials, if you're going to set goals around like actually doing this, you've got to get married to that decision. And a marriage is a covenant. It's actually a covenant. Like it's like a blood covenant that you're saying that I am going to stay and continue in tough times, in challenging times, in good times, all of this stuff. Like I'm going to keep going. And so what I see a lot of times is, is we set goals and everybody sets these big lofty goals, but only a certain number of people reach them. And those are the people that are not necessarily married to the goal. I think they're married to the action. And that's what we're going to talk about today of how to actually set these things, how to break them down and how to like get bite-sized chunks of them so you can actually achieve them. Is that fair? Does that sound good? I, I know uh, the chat has kind of gone silent, which is usually a good thing. Okay, John said, yes. Um, let me know in the chat, guys. Let me know that you're still here and you're following and, and you're with me on this. So I think um, a lot of times we we want something, but we're not ready to go all in. And if you're not ready to go all in right now, that's okay. Like, but I need, you need to get to a point when you're going to go all in. And that's when, you know, like we really have to fully commit to this. You got to fully commit to the plan. And, and, and if, and when it gets hard and it gets challenging and it gets tough, you keep going, you keep going, you look for, you look for other uh, ways to keep going. You look for, um, you look for support. You look for uh, other people to help you, other ideas, strategies, these kind of things. And so right now we have some uncertainty in the marketplace. That's where we're sitting in. However, we can all see, like all of you are excited about something. You can see the horizon. Like we can see past what's going on right now, a little bit cloudy right now, but we can see past it, say there's opportunity over there. And so there, there's opportunity over there. So I'm ready to go. Um, Scott asked me, it, it, it is the fear. Uh, will your spouse buy in? You're the only one affected by uh, being all in. I agree with that. We can talk about some of those things. Like there's, there's lots of things. There's time, there's money, there's spouse, there's uh, self-doubt, there's shame. There's all kinds of things that creep in a lot of times when we want to commit to something and go all in. And I'll say on the spouse side, like I, I remember when I got started, I was actually telling the story yesterday. I'll tell it real quick. Cause there's probably a lot of people who spouse night might not be on board, or you're getting to the point where like your spouse is starting to question whether like you could do this for the family or not, or, or whether it's the right decision. And there's some pressure and things like that. I just remember, I remember the conversation I had with my wife. It was in 2014, uh, 2014, end of 2014, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. This was in 2015 because my son was born. We just moved down to Pensacola from Maryland. I had flipped one house at this point, flipped one house and I had bought two rental properties. And I said to her, I was listening to this podcast, House Living HQ podcast with Justin Williams. I was listening to this. And these people were, were doing like a hundred deals. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. Nobody's doing a hundred deals a year. Like I did one and I was getting crushed. Like I had a full-time job flying for the Navy still. Uh, we had a newborn that was almost one year old. And I said, I said, I can, if these people can do this, then I can do this. I got to figure out a way. And, um, and I committed, I, I paid this, I, I joined this group called Seven Figure Flipping. And uh, I paid $25,000. And I, uh, I, told, I, I remember talking to Lucy and I said, look, I said, I said I'm going to commit to this. Like this year, you're, you're probably not going to see me all the time. Uh, I, 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 I need to do this. I have this calling. I have this tap on the shoulder. Like I know I can do it. I'm committed to this. I'm all in. I just like, I'm going to spend $25,000 on this. I'm going to invest that money in myself. I know I can do it though. These other people are doing it. I know that I can do it. And I had this belief, like the belief and the mindset that I had that I can do it. And, and I said to her, I said, I'm going to be in the, in the office, the spare bedroom office in the morning. I wake up early. I'm going to, I'm going to have breakfast and I'm going to have dinner with you guys. 
And then I'm going to work in the morning and the evenings. And anytime that I have uh, on the side at work that I can get away to do a little bit of work, I'm going to, but I'm going to build this business so that in the future, like this year is going to be hard. I'm going to be committed to this. I'm going to find the time. I'm going to make the time and I'm going to commit to this. I'm all in on this. And uh, this year, I, I, I don't know how much time we're going to spend together, but I know that after this year, I'm going to build this business and we're going to have lots of time, lots of options. And that was the conversation that we had. And I, I didn't, I didn't say, can I do this? I basically asked for her support in that. And she was like, do you think that you can do this? I said, yes, I think I can do it. And it's like, I know I can do it. Like these other people are doing it. I'll, I'll figure it out. I can do it. And she said, okay, that sounds good. Go do it. And so for that year, I woke up at four o'clock, four 30 in the morning, every day, worked in the office till 7.00 AM. And then at 7 a.m., my son got up. We had breakfast together. I went to work, flew for the Navy for 10, 12 hours that day. On the way home, I might have checked on the project that I had at the time. I had one project going on. And then I come back, have dinner, uh, put my son to bed. And then I was back in the office until 10, 11 o'clock at night. Um, and that was it. Like every single day. That was my, that was my plan. And uh, I know I had, to I had to make a little bit of, like I had to find time. A lot of people say they don't have time. I didn't have time. I, I made time. And I committed and I was all in. And so, um, yeah, Scott said, for some reason, she likes me around. Not sure why. I, well, so I agree to that. But, um, and, and my wife, my wife did too. But now she's got me all the time. And she's like, can you just go to work from time to time? Like, can you go in the office? Can you get out of the house? Can you give me some, uh, some alone time? Because you're kind of always around. And we have that now we have the chance to, to be able to do that. But we had to, we had to build that, right? And so with, with the spouse, I think you need to get your spouse on board. But, and, and, and support, you need support. You need support. And, but you don't need permission. That's, that's the kind of difference that I, that I use is I knew that I can do it. And honestly, my belief, my certainty transferred to her. And that, that happens with employees that happens with staff members and all that stuff. So I know you guys aren't here for like relationship advice. I don't think, but that's the one piece I can give you is, is, is work on support from, from those people in your life, but you need a whole nother network of people that think like you, that, that know know who you are and what the problems you have and all that stuff. Cause my wife doesn't want to hear about it. She doesn't care about the houses. She doesn't care about the businesses. She didn't care about any of that stuff. Um, so there's an equation um, and, and I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it in the um, I'm going to write it here in the chat to everyone that came up as you guys were talking E plus R equals O. Okay. E plus R equals O. And so what we're going to talk about is goals. We're talking about goals today. And everybody wants that O. Everybody wants the O, the outcome. Everybody wants the outcome, okay? So if you guys have a notebook or something like that, you're taking notes, write this down. E plus R equals O. Everybody wants the outcome, right? And that's what we're going to talk about. We're talking about these goals. This is the outcome of what we want for the year, right? At the end of 2023, we want this outcome. And this O is the outcome. Uh, the outcome is, is, is somewhat controllable, but we can't just say, I want to do this and it's going to happen, right? And there's lots of things that are going to happen throughout are 2023. So what I realized when I go through my uh, 2022 goals, um, we wanted to get, uh, so I, I, every year I do, a, I do a show about this. Every, do, every year I do a podcast about this and I, I saved it this year because I want to do it here with you guys. Um, so we, we wanted to get a thousand or more attendees at Flip Hacking Live this year. That was a career goal that we had. Another career goal for Seven Figure Flipping was we wanted 400 members of our mastermind group. And we wanted to, I wanted to raise a million dollars for our Seven Figure Foundation in uh, 2022. Uh, the other thing is I personal on the personal side, I wanted to keep putting in the work and be intentional with my time. I wanted to lead our family and be present for my boys. I have three little boys, uh, eight, six, and four right now. One has special needs. He's got a heart defect. And I wanted to be there for them. 
um, the whole year. And I wrote, continue to date my wife, Lucy, weekly and love her. And that was my goals for this year, career and personal. And so what I want, um, what I want to talk about is, is what happened, right? So this outcome, right? E plus R equals O, the outcome at the end of the year. Um, lots of things happen throughout the year. The E is events. So an event happens, something happens. Something could be great event. Something could be a catastrophic event in our life. Lots of events are constantly happening, right? So we always have these events that happen that come up. And what I've realized over time is that I can't control the events. I can't control any event that happens in my life. I can't control how my wife felt at during her day when I show up at home and walk through the door. There's some event that happens that creates some emotional response to her and how she is at the end of the day. Um, there's an event that happens like the change in the mortgage rates, right? That's an event that happens. I don't have any control over the mortgage rates. It's an event, right? But I want an outcome. We all want a specific outcome. When I come home at the end of the day, I want an outcome. It might be like, I, I want like a nice greeting or a hug and a kiss or, you know, a nice dinner together or something else that you guys might want at the end of the day. Right. And for mortgage rates, like I want to buy more houses. I want to have more investments. I want to make more money. Right. So that's the outcome that I want. I want to do a certain number of houses. Um, but these events happen throughout the year. And so when we set our goals, we can't control the events, but we want the outcome. Right. So the one thing that we can't control in that equation is our response your individual response. So the event plus your response is going to equal the outcome. And that's going to lead me right into how we set goals. Because this, the only thing that you can control, if you realize this and you master this and you understand this, you understand the R is your life. That is what controls your outcomes of everything is this R, that response. This will change the game for you. Simple equation, E plus R equals O, simple equation. Your response is so, so important. When I walk in that door, when my, my wife's had a bad day, if I walk in and she has a bad day and it's obvious and she's upset and I walk in and I'm like, what the heck's wrong with you? Like, what's going on? Like, where's my, where's my kiss? Where's my, where's my dinner? Where's my, whatever. Where, why are the kids all upset? Like, how do you think the outcome of that conversation is going to be versus if I walk in and the second I walk in the door, I'm excited and happy and I give her a big hug, a big kiss. And I say, I'm so happy to be home with you guys. What can I do to help? What do you need? That outcome is going to be a lot better, right? As far as the mortgage rates go, things change. Market changes. Instead of watching the news and getting upset and say, oh, the market's not what I want it to be. I can't buy as many houses or people aren't buying my stuff or, you know, hey, the retail market's changing. Then my response becomes, what can I do? My actions need to change. My response is, oh, what does this mean for my business? What are some creative strategies that I can start using? Let me look into some seller financing deals. Let me look into some other things. Like your reaction becomes a piece of that equation. You can't control the event. Your reaction controls it to have an amazing outcome. So that E plus R equals O is really important. So I want you to get married to the actions, not married to the results, okay? So these goals that we set, this is, this is the first piece. Like goal setting is pretty easy. Like I want to do this and this and this and this. I want these outcomes, right? And that's what a lot of people do and they stop there. But that's really, that's just the start. So that's what I'm gonna do today is, is go through how we break down these goals and how we, how we input them and implement them and then how we really get going with them. So, um, so let me go through real quick. My thousand attendees at Flip Hacking Live, we actually uh, sold over 1,100 tickets this year. So that has been on my goal sheet for years. And we came into the last like month and we had like 650 or 700 tickets sold. 
And so we, I had to come up with creative strategies. I had to respond to all the events that were happening, things that were going on, any feedback that we got about the event with actual like strategy. I had to strategize to figure out how to do that. We came up with a thousand for a thousand campaign in the company. I was going to pay a thousand dollar bonus to everybody in the staff to go out and get a thousand, a thousand tickets sold. And so my, my goal for that was, let me, let me figure out how to put some focus so that their energy goes towards where we're focusing. And so we came up with this thousand for a thousand. And I, I think it was like two days before um, we hit a thousand tickets and then we kept going. It just kept going. The team and staff just all got behind it. It was amazing. Um, 400 members for our group. I didn't hit that. We're just over 300 members in our mastermind group. So significantly below that, right? So didn't hit that one. Uh, raised a million for the seven figure foundation. We didn't hit that one either. And probably like under half of that, but we raised some amazing money for our seven figure foundation. It was incredible. But honestly, like that was a goal at the beginning of the year. And then like focus changed. Like I didn't look at that on a regular basis. So I'm going to talk about some of the lessons learned as well. And then we'll get into how we set goals now going forward. Um, keep putting in the work and be intentional with my time. Um, I think I did a pretty good job of that towards the end of the year. I kind of fell off of that and I got kind of, my calendar kept getting, I kept just said yes to too much stuff. You guys ever say yes to too much stuff? Um, I'm saying yes to too much stuff right now. Um, so that's what happened with me. Uh, lead our family and be present for my boys. I feel like I did that. I said, same thing towards the end of the year, like towards flip packing live and all the stuff that we did. I just felt like I was pushing again, really, really hard and getting like consumed and brought back in. And, and, and I didn't like it. And so I made a couple um, strategy changes and things like that. Some key hires in the company to, uh, to figure out how I can start, you know, continue to be present and not have to look at my phone all the time and be on it and texting and all that stuff when I'm home, just be able to put it down. Uh, continue to date Lucy weekly and love her. I think I did a great job with that. Um, I think I did a great job with that. We've been on a date like every single week. We have date night tonight. I'm going out on date tonight. And um, I, I know she's excited. She's got her hair done. And I, I got some, I brought some nice clothes to the office. I could change into like a blazer and a nice shirt and some jeans. And so she knows that I care, you know? So th these things became important to me because they're there and I focus on them. So I think this is really important that, so th these are the goals. So you can see like uh, about half the time um, I hit these and half the time I didn't. That was like 50% on these six. I have, we have a ton of other goals that we set for the company and me, myself. Um, but that's kind of uh, where we went. And then the other thing that we do is we rank and rate um, how we're doing in each area of our life. So um, uh, we've got a goal setting worksheet. Let me see if I can share my screen. I'm gonna share my screen right here. Let's see, should work, okay. All right, got my screen shared. Let me find your chat again. There we go. I got it. All right, cool. Can you guys see this? Can you let me know in the chat if you see this? Uh, no, Lee, that your equation's a little off. It's event plus response. Event plus response equals outcome. So event, the event that happens, not effort. Um, effort is controlled by you. Um, okay, you guys can see it. Great. So here's a worksheet. Um, my staff just put a place that you can download it. You guys don't need to do that now unless you want to follow along. You can. Um, uh, you can download the worksheet. Yeah, event plus response equals outcome. So here's what we got. So 2022, we can put our goals um, in here. So what were your goals? What actually happened? I love this. What are some of the lessons learned? What are some of the proudest moments? And what are your plans for 2023? So each area of your life 
so each area of life on a scale from zero to five, zero being complete disarray and five being nearly perfect, uh, no change desired. So what's what are your plans and, and where are you going to go? And so then, so we're rating like uh, current state right here. You want to rate current state, where are you at? Where are you at with your family? Where are you at with your friends? Love, fun, faith, career, wealth, health, personal growth and environment. So where are these 10 areas? And then uh, I'll talk about this in a second, but then some goals down here for personal and professional in the next 12 months. So I'd like you guys to just kind of like um, sketch this out a little bit. So when we come down here and talk about 2023, what does it look like? But right now, what I just did was I took you through my 2022 review, my goals, what actually happened. And then let's talk about lessons learned. One of my biggest lessons learned over the past few years in goal setting is every time we set a goal, we assume that 100% of the time we're going to be, uh, things are going to be going great. We're in a vacuum. Everything's perfect. There's no events that are going to happen like COVID-19, um, uh, election problems, the governments, the mortgage rates going up, the Fed changing rates, the media crapping on us, uh, the stock market getting crushed, like all these things that just, we don't know that they're going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. So what I would say, uh, staff team members. So a lot of times if, you, if you're running a team and a staff like I am, um, you assume that everything's going to be perfect in the beginning of the year. You're going to have all of your team members. They're all going to stay. Nothing's going to happen. Nobody's going to get sick. Nobody's going to quit. Nobody's going to get let go. None of that stuff's going to happen. You don't have to rebuild anything. And it's current state. All we do is go, oh, here's where I am now. Here's my growth trajectory. And in 12 months, this is where I should be. Well, guess what? You're going to have to deal with a lot of crap during 2023. Things are going to come up. Events are going to happen. Stuff's going to happen. Um, and so we're going to keep going. So one of my lessons learned is let's assume that about we can operate at about 60% capacity of where we are right now. If we can operate at 60 to 70% capacity of where we are right now, and just assume that some stuff's going to go wrong and we're going to get knocked down during the year and we're going to have to rebuild some things, then we can set more realistic goals for the year. Now, your 10-year goal or your three-year goal, that can be a little bit more aspiration, more like big growth, big, 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 hairy, audacious goals. But when I'm setting three-month and 12-month goals, I want this thing to be smart. I want them to be smart goals. And we'll talk about that in a second. So that's really, really important. And if, you, if you're with me, write down S-M-A-R-T, S-M-A-R-T, and we'll come back to that, okay? So that's one of the lessons learned that I've had over the past few years. Um, another lesson learned that I have with you guys setting goals is you typically don't set SMART goals. You set a, a broad goal. So here's, here's an example. I did it last year. If you noticed, I did it last year. I screwed these up. My personal goals, I can't say my personal goals were done or not done. So re let me read my personal goals to you again. Keep putting in the work and be intentional with my time. How do you define that? Like, how can I actually say at the end of 12 months that, oh, I did that. Keep, I kept putting in work and I was intentional with my time. Was that all the time? Was it 10% of the time? Was it 50% of the time? There's nothing there. There's no number. There's no data that I can look at. I can just say, how do I feel emotionally? And most of the time you guys are setting emotional goals, like gut feeling. And at the end, you're like, I don't really know how we did. Um, lead our family and be present for my boys. What does that mean? Like, that's not smart. It's not specific. So smart stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So specific, measurable, attainable, 
relevant and timely. So, I mean, I put a time that's on there, 12 months, right? Specific. Ah, it's kind of specific. It's definitely not measurable. Neither one of those are measurable, are they? Attainable. I think they're attainable. Relevant. They're relevant to what I want to do, but they're not measurable. So these are two bad goals. Bill, bad job goal setting. Continue to date Lucy weekly and love her. So a weekly date night is a scorecard measurable. So this is one where I was like, okay, but you know, I would like to know, is that 100% of the time we have to go every week? Should there be like a couple trips throughout the year, like big vacations for us? Like we're going, we went to the Maldives this year in the Indian Ocean. It was amazing. And so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's okay. I'd give that an okay score. Now, my career goals, look at this. A thousand attendees at Flip Packing Live. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. I agree. I think they are. 400 members of our mastermind groups. So our combined mastermind groups, 400 members. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. I think that is. Raise a million dollars to the seven-figure foundation. All three of those have a number to them. They have a timeline. They're, they should be attainable. I think the million dollars might not have been attainable but uh, it was more like aspirational for me. So this is, uh, this is exciting for me. Like this is where I get to a point where I want to know if I can do this, Like, can I do this? All right. So we've got, um, we've got those lessons learned. So setting them smart, making sure that you're considering all these problems that are going to happen throughout the year, right? All these problems that are going to happen for the year. And then uh, some other some other things I've noticed is exactly what I said. Like you're married to the goal, but you're not married to the work. You're not married to the work. So that's where we're going to go next is we're going to get to some actions here. Um, and then proudest moments, like really think back, like what are some of your proudest moments for the year? What are some things? This, and this is reflection. So if we don't know where we are, we don't know where we're going. Like if you don't know where you are right now, no GPS is going to take you to any destination. So let's get real about where we are. Let's look at some proud moments. Let's look at some things that we need to work on in this area. And then 2023 plans. Just start checking things down. Where are you at? Zero to five. Complete disarray, nearly perfect, no change desire. And what I love, we do this every year. We do this every year. You can download the sheet every year. And then you can look. What, what direction are you moving in some of these things? So I, what I noticed this past year is my health kind of went back a little bit. Like my love went up, but my health went back a little bit. Because I mean, we we're going on date nights every week and man, I'm, I was, I wasn't eating the best this past year. So the pendulum swings a little bit, the pendulum swings a little bit. And so when it's kind of swinging, I, I, I try not to have these big swings. It's not a lesson I had learned last year that I talked about these big swings that we have that are like huge. Like, I, like when I started my business, I gained a ton of weight, I gained like 35 pounds, 40 pounds. And, but my business was thriving. My wealth was going up, but my, my health was going way down. And there was these wide swings that I got back into shape and then it would swing way back. The pendulum swung, swung to both sides. What I try to do now, try to limit the, 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 the uh, barriers here going either direction. So I want to limit the big swings of finances, of friends, of faith, like not like, you know, Hey, I'm in the Bible all the time. And then I just leave it for three months. I'll tell you right now, a day can turn into a week really fast and a week can turn into a month and a month can turn into a year really, really fast. So it is, it's, it's a challenge for us, right? So that's why we get married to the actions and little by little, we start shipping away at the stuff. So, and then right here, if something's at a three or below, what do you need to do to move it up? 
Just one level, move it up one level, not move it all the way up. What is it going to take to move your family up one level? Or maybe you're not, maybe you're not in the word. Maybe you're not going to church anymore. Maybe you, maybe you, you, you aren't reading the Bible. Maybe you're not, your faith is just starting to fall off a bit. How do you move up one notch? Just one notch, right? And because if you try to go from a zero to five, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. So I just want you to move up one. This is another lesson I've had and learned over the past few years. People try to really go from zero to five. They try to go way up. Just go up one, okay? Up one. Same thing with your uh, your wealth. I mean, if look, if you're making $50,000 a year right now, and you're like, I'm going to make a million this year. Let's make a plan to get there. Let's figure out how to go. But like, that's like, wherever you think that's at to five, it's like, just let's move up one rung. Let's get it going. Let's build a machine. Let's get some, get some income coming in. Let's get some active income. Let's, for me, I was building my, I had a full-time job. I was building this, this business behind the scenes. I was dumping money back in the business to grow. And so it took me some time to build my wealth. And it's still taking me time. Like, I want to go fast. I got no patience. You're probably like me. Most of you guys like me. And gals are like me. You got no patience. You just want to go fast. You want to figure out how to get to a five. And so what this looks like, if you actually map this out in a circle, what this looks like, this uh, all these zeros to five, what this looks like is, is a, a tire. It's a tire. And what you're going to see if you map it out is you're going to have some flat tires. You're going to have some areas where you're, you're not well-rounded. And so you might have a lot of attention on wealth and business and your relationship and your faith and your, your, your health is going down. And that's where I was. I was focused on my business. I was focused on making money. And that, all that area was going real, really well. But my wife wasn't happy. I wasn't present at home. My family was down. My health was down. And my faith was down. And so I needed to figure out how I just move up one rung on that. So it's really important. So how do you move up one and then move up another? And then start setting your goals. So let's move to setting goals. So I, I love some of the comments here. Um, good advice. Very true. Um, uh, thank you for being uh, open and transparent about your personal world. Uh, look, it's really important. Every, like People think everybody's got it figured out. We don't. I don't have it figured out. My life is not perfect. I got a lot of problems, a lot of problems. And, and the more you guys realize that, the easier it's going to be for you to go through life and walk in a place that we all got problems. And now it's about finding some support that will walk with you in, in that same area. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to share, um, I'm going to share something that we do that we use for our, uh, our mastermind members for this. We do a goal setting workshop, kind of like we're doing right now, um, every quarter. So you're going to set your goals. Let me see some of your goals for the year. You got some business goals, um, write them in and, and, and please write them in, in full. So if you got, however you wrote your goal, I want to see how you're writing it. And, and what I'm going to do is I'm gonna break some of those down. So if you have some drop them in, whether they're personal or professional, just drop in your goals for 2023. If any of you have set them already, you've got some plans of where you want to go and where you want to be, drop them in. And then what I'll, I'll do is I'll use them here to kind of go through some of our, our worksheet. So um, if you guys, and I'll share this worksheet right now so you guys can see it, but it's blank. So there's not going to be much. And I'll try to zoom in. Let me zoom in a little bit. 
Here's my zoom. Let's see what we can get. Can I get to 150? Yeah, I can. All right, so hopefully you guys can see this pretty well. Um, okay, so let me pull up the chat again. You guys got some goals? Drop them in. If you guys want to be on the worksheet, drop them in. Okay, Allie said a million dollars in net profit. Let's put Allie on the board. That sounds awesome. Allie, Yerk, one million net profit. Okay, uh, James, James Kirkpatrick. I'm going to put that in. James, oh, Fitzpatrick, sorry. Uh, flip five houses. Okay, I'm going to put that in. Uh, I'm just going to put in one. So he also wants to retire from his W-2, going to read two books a month. Um, Scott, 40 doors, 1 million in sales, buy and hold another million of products, all good, flip four houses in six months. First year multi. Okay, I'm going to put, let's see. Blaze, lose 100 pounds in first million dollars in, in, in income. Look at him go. Uh, let's see. Okay, Obi. I'm going to put Obi in here. OBD, I like this close first wholesale deal. All right, uh, grow closer to the Lord. I love that and get five pressure washing jobs for my new business within two months. Um, you know what? Here, I'm going to do this one. Let's, let's do five pressure washing jobs. Okay, let's do that one. Acquire uh, 100 doors by December 20th. Let me see, pay off debt. Christina, I get three more short-term properties launched. Let's put Tim in here. I'm going to put Tim in here. Christina, I want you to give me uh, a, an actual like smart goal. I want you to make that smart. You said pay off debt. I want it to, it's, it's not smart. So it's, I mean, it, it's smart to pay off debt, but maybe, maybe it's smart to pay off debt. Good. There's good debt and bad debt. Pay off the bad debt, keep the good debt. So it's uh, specific. Measurable. Is it measurable? Like how much debt do you want to put off? Pay off, right? Is it timely? So this is like end of the year. So uh, attainable. Is it attainable? Is it relevant? It's probably relevant to you. Um, but it's not, it's not measurable. Not measurable at all. Three uh, short-term rental properties launched. I'm going to put that in there. Wholesale 24 plus properties. I love that. Um, 500K. Uh, let's see, long-term, I'm going to grab one more here. Um, okay, I'm going to put uh, Dan in here. And CTO, uh, I spelled that, yeah, I spelled that right. Okay. Um, GP, a 2 million apartment. Okay, so here we go. Uh, I got a bunch of other goals here. I can see some of these, like uh, Paul's uh, read the Bible in a year. I love that one. Um, complete one fund and start another. Uh, wholesale four deals this year, making ten to fifteen thousand dollars each. So look, Chandler Biggs. I'm going to go to Chandler. Wholesale four deals this year, making ten to fifteen thousand dollars each. Flip two houses by the end of the year. So Chandler, I love the fact that you put an actual like income number on your wholesale deals. I'd recommend you do the same thing on your flips, and and maybe a timeline of actually like the 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 flip construction, things like that, and add one rental property to the portfolio and be a little bit more specific about the rental property. Like, what are you looking for? 
and, and manifest that? Is it a three bed, two bath? Is it, you know, is it cash flowing a certain amount per month? Like, what is it that you're looking for? Um, and so I see a couple quadruple self-directed funds, Alvin said, like, okay, let's, let's get like really granular on that. Like put a number to it. I know, you know how much it is, but how much is it going to be at the end? Those kind of things. Um, acquire 20, Bianca said, acquire 20 additional cash flowing doors for long-term hold while expanding marketing for wholesaling operations during the first two quarters of 2023. Continue our non-real estate related business endeavors for potential 2023 opening. Requires land, which is real estate, which the wholesale operation will help with. So 20 additional cash flowing doors. I, same thing. I would make it even more specific. How much are they cash flowing? What are they doing? Like get deep in there. What does it look like? Like, what is that going to do for you? Um, Sherry said, right to, here, I'm going to put Sherry on here too. I'm going to put Sherry, uh, Cole. Sakura, right. So two investor loans per month. So I'm going to do this quarterly, six investor loans. So I'm going to put that on there. Okay. So here we go. So now what happens is this is, this is the worksheet that we use. So um, now these, what I'm going to do is these are, these are annual goals. So we have annual goal set. So you have an annual goal. So now what I want you to do, you make your annual goal smart, right? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, uh, relevant, and timely. You make these goals smart, right? So these are smart. Uh, let's look at Alice. One million net profit in the business. Okay. Specific, measurable, attainable. It's attainable. We actually did a consult with her. I know it's attainable. Relevant, relevant to her and timely. Okay. So now what you want to do is you want to figure out how do I break this down into more bite-sized chunks? Because have you ever like set a goal for the year and like three months in, four months in, five months in, you're like, I am so far from this. I have no idea how I'm going to hit it. And you just get like really overwhelmed and you get kind of uh, just crushed. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to stop. Like, I'm just going to stop doing this stuff or I'm going to slow down or I'm going to shift. I'm going to change it. I'm going to make it smaller. I can't get to a million, but I'm going to go to 500,000. And then next thing you know, it becomes like 250 or 300. And this is how it works because it's, it's so, so long, such a long timeline that, oh, like I said, a day can turn into a week and a week can turn into a month, a month can turn into a year. So what I want to do is I want to break these down into quarterly plans, like and, and that $1 million net profit. So that's the, that's the big goal for the year, right? So now I want to say, okay, to hit that, what do I need to do quarterly for that to happen? And so Allie might say, Hey, to make 1 million net profit, I need to actually ramp some things up. I actually know her business. So it's, it's a little bit easier for me to talk about her. So she needs to ramp some things up. So the first quarter might only look like 150,000 in net profit or 200,000 in net profit. And while the math doesn't scale that way, she's ramping things up throughout the year. So she's got to back that out to say, all right, what does Q1 look like? What does Q2 look like? What does Q3 look like? And Q4 look like to get to a million. And then what does top line revenue need to be? And then what kind of actions do I need to take? And that's where I want to go to. So 1 million net profit. So let's, let's back hers down now to say, let's just say she has a 200K net profit this quarter. So what we do in, in our mastermind is we do quarterly goals, 90 day sprints. Like we have 90 day sprints. You have, you get inspired, fired up. And then I want you to look ahead 90 days, three months. If you read the 12 week year, Brian Miranda's came in, come in and trained my team. He's a good friend of mine. And it's, that's a process that we use. How do we break this down into a, a, a year of kind of execution and get it done in, in 12 weeks, right? So get 90 days, our three month sprint, really important to us. So let's say she wants 200K in net profit. 
James Fitzpatrick wants to flip five houses this year. So let's say, hey, James wants to flip his first house the first quarter. Uh, OB, I think it was five pressure washing jobs in like two months. So I'm going to leave that one. Three short-term rentals uh, properties being launched. So I'm going to take this to, let's take it to one in the first quarter, Tim, unless you want three in the first quarter. So GP, a $2 million apartment deal. Dan, I know you, Dan. Drop in the chat this quarter. What's going to be the best thing that you could do this quarter to move towards GPing a $2 million apartment this year? So what's, 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 the, what's the smart goal that you can work towards this quarter for that? Like, what is the goal? You want to make certain number of LOIs or like, what is, or, you know, I want to make connections with some, what is it? I want to walk a certain number of properties, those kind of things. 30 LOIs. Okay. So let's, let's leave, Dan, I'm going to leave the GP a $2 million apartment. Um, and we're going to work back from that. So, uh, Sherry writes six investor loans. I think Sherry was in the first uh, two months, she said, or, or it was two a month or something like that. So I, we got six. So these are all quarterly goals now. So, uh, Scott GP is a general partner. He wants to buy an apartment building as the general partner. So he wants to be an owner of the apartment building, right? They might have some other partners, but he's general partner of apartment building. Um, Okay, LOIs, maybe uh, people are asking, uh, letters of intent. So when you come to apartment buildings and large commercial buildings, you're putting in a letter of intent. Uh, we're like writing offers on single family houses or multifamily houses. It's, it's very similar, but it's like, here's a, a letter of intent that goes to them that they look at and say, okay, this is interesting. Let's going to a contract on a, on a $2 million building is a, or a $100 million building is a bit more of a, of a process. So our LOIs are like something that we can track. Okay, so, so here we go. All right, we've got all of these different names, right? So that, then it comes down here. And so now the next thing that we're going to talk about is like, why do we want this stuff? Like, why do you want, why does Allie want a million dollars in net profit this year? Why do you want to flip one house, James? Why do you want five pressure washing jobs, Obi? Why do you want a short-term rental, Tim? Why do you want to GP apartment building, Dan? Why do you want the right six investor loan, Sherry? Like, why do you want this stuff? And what is the vision behind that? Like, what do you see? Like, can you see it? Like um, the, the next step for me, so I write these goals down, right? I write these goals down. And then I like, I just like close my eyes and see it. Like, Dan, I want you to like see that $2 million apartment building that you're going to buy. Like, I want you to walk around it. I want you to like be at the closing table and like si see signing your name. Like, I want you to see it. Tim, I want you to see the short-term rental property that, you, that you're buying. I want you to like see it furnished, see it online, see it on Airbnb, see the first booking coming in, like see the money hit your bank. Allie, same thing. I want you to see it. I want you to envision a million dollars in that profit. I want you to envision 200 this quarter. I want you to just like see that. Like Allie, after your challenges, I want you to see like all the people that join the program and just excited about it. Um, OB, same thing, five pressure washing jobs. I want you to see like every single one of those being done, the check in the bank, those kind of things. And then say like, how do you feel? Like, why is it important to you? And go through a process like that. I remember when I was buying my airplane, like I was buying the uh, gas turbine airplane that I have, uh, a very expensive airplane and very overwhelming when I first thought of it. And so I, I, I just had to like, I closed my eyes and I could see it in the hangar, which is interesting because I was originally trying to buy a vision jet. And I could see the vision jet in the hangar, like in the hangar at my airport where like the big planes are, I could see it in there. And I was like, it's done. Like I can see it there. Like I already have saw it. It's already happened in my mind. And now, now the actions are just a byproduct of what I've already believed is, has happened. So this is really, really important when you're goal setting. 
Really important. You've seen like vision boards and things like that. Vision boards, I think, are important. But I'll tell you what, this manifestation in your mind that it's already done, it's already happened, and you believe that it's happened, like then then you then you roll into that goal with confidence. You roll in with a lot of confidence. If Dan believes that he can buy a $2 million building, he's already walked through it, he's sat at the closing table, he knows that he's done it, it's done. He already owns it. Then when he backs up, the actions just become easy steps along the way that he's already committed to because it's already happened. Like it's already done. And so when I saw that plane in the hangar, I was like, it's done. It's done. It's just a matter of what plane I buy and when. And I like to go fast. So I just moved fast. And so that's the key. I'm telling you, that is the key to goal setting and actually executing is this vision and why it's important to you. So the why for my airplane was not so that I could flash it around on social media although you're probably going to see me doing that. I'm building a YouTube channel about it. I'm interviewing people in it to inspire you guys to grow and develop and do more. But the why was because I want to be home for dinner and I want to be able, if something happens, I want to be able to get in my airplane and go. I want to be able to fly my family, not have to stand in line, not have to do any of this other stuff. I want to be able to see it and it's like, it's done. I want to be able to take my family, come on board, let's go. We're going to Orlando, two days notice. I don't care if all your flights are getting canceled. Mine's not. I want to have freedom, like real freedom. So right here, if you have that vision, you've seen it, it's done. Like, Allie, I see you. You're like, thanks for this. Like, I need, like, I can see it. Like, you want to go, like a million dollars. I want to see it in the bank. It's done. It's already happened. Okay, so now we're here. Like, all of you guys are here, right? So now you've got these, next thing we need to do is we need to break out some actions to accomplish this goal. So Dan, uh, let's see, I'm gonna go down to Dan. Dan, what are some of the actions that you need to execute to get to a $2 million apartment building? Because what we got is we got the goal, right? We got the goal. We need to back this down to actually things that we can track and measure so the $2 million purchase of the apartment is a lag measure. A lag measure is something that is a result. Same thing here. All of these are lag measures. Write six investor loans, lag measure. GP a two, buy a $2 million apartment building, lag measure. One short-term property launch. These are results. Five pressure washing job, lag measure. Flip one house, lag measure. So all of you guys that are here, Dan, um, what are the actions? Tim, what are the actions to get this done? Obi, your five pressure washing jobs. What are the actions? James Fitzpatrick, what are the actions? Flip one house. Sherry, write six investor loans. What are the actions that need to be done? I saw Allie had to jump off. I know Allie's business enough. I can go through her actions. I know what she needs to do. So start putting them in the chat and I'm gonna help you. So the rest of you guys that aren't on the sheet, what I want you to do is I want you to start writing things down as we're talking. I'll show you how I back this out. I'll show you how we do this. Okay, Dan saying, talk to brokers, talk to people to fund, find partners and submit LOIs. So Dan, you're moving in the right direction, but we're off here. Remember, even your actions, I want your actions to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So in 90 days, how many LOIs are you going to submit to get one deal? How many brokers do you need to talk to? How many people to fund? How many investors do you need to have calls with to fund a $2 million apartment building? How many partners do you need to find and what specific partners do you need to find? 
Like what, what partner do you need in that deal? Uh, Obi, if you're on your pressure washing jobs, like what are they? What do you need to do? What do you need to do for the pressure washing jobs? How many, maybe you need to make some calls. Maybe you need to do some of these things. Like, what is it? Okay. So here we go. We got, uh, Dan's are coming in. So Dan, you've got, uh, let's see, where did Dan's go? Okay. There we go. So brokers. Okay. Um, talk, I'm not going to say talk to, I'm going to say build a relationship with 15 brokers. Um, I want to say if you probably need five lenders, so our result might be five lenders. We might actually have to talk to more lenders. So how many, how many lenders do you need to talk to? So we got lenders, we got partners and we've, so we got to build a relationship with brokers, lenders, partners, and, uh, what else did he say? Uh, LOIs, LOIs. Submitted. So now we've got to go through here. So I see a lot of people saying like, Hey, we got to go. We got to go. Um, I'm going to, this is going to go till 1130. So I'm going to go till 1130 uh, central time. So I'm going to take 30 more minutes um, to go through this because I think this is really important. This is where the rubber meets the road. So just so I set the tone with you guys, um, we are recording this, but if you got to go, that's fine, but stay with me because this is really important. Um, Tim. So I got Tim's here, hire designer. Okay, create layout. I've got shop for furniture. So Tim, do you already have the house? Install furniture. Create listing on Airbnb. Okay, Tim's got the three houses. So you got three houses, but you want to get them up and running. So the goal is to get them up and running on short-term run. So the goal is to do that. So here... I'm, this is a great example. This is a great example of what most people do, right? So right now, what we're looking at is we're looking at tasks. These are tasks that have to be done. Okay, so these are just to-dos that are now on a sheet to get to this goal. So if he's got three houses, let's say, he's got the three houses, um, but now he's looking at like, okay, what, what are the actions to actually, like to get him up and running? What are the actions and what are the things that he needs to necessarily like overcome to make this, because otherwise, like if this is just a to-do, Tim, like if these are to-dos, like you just got to hire a designer and it's not that hard. You can just get it done, create a layout with them, sharpen furniture, those kind of things, install furniture. What I'd rather see is like building a system around this. So like, what is the system? If, if, if hiring a designer, like you don't know any designers who do layouts or anything like that, then I would say like meet with, speak to X number of designers. So you're interviewing designers. Forget about this layout, those kind of things. Um, I would be like building out my system. If I want this to be repeatable, I want three short-term rentals that I want to be able to plug in 10 and 20 and 50, right? Then I would say what I, what I need to do is I need to start developing systems around my furniture, my, um, my listing creation. It's probably software related. Like what software? It might be like researching software for Airbnb to scale this operation. If that's what you want to do, those kind of things. Um, typically it's like looking for the house, but here, like I want the, what are the actions? Not just like to do's. And these are weekly actions that are going to happen and be measured over 90 days. So uh, let's go down here with Dan. Cause I think it'll help a lot of you guys with Dan. 
So he needs to build a relationship with at least 15 brokers. So to build a relationship with 15 brokers, I think we can all agree, Dan's got to call more brokers. It's the same thing as you guys, like talking to realtors, if you're single family, making offers, these kind of things, right? So in order to do this, he's got to have, uh, uh, build some relationships. So to build relationships with 15 brokers, he's probably got to talk, try to call more brokers than that. So what I would say now is I want to say call X number of brokers every week. So I'm going back, right? I'm just going back. So I've got the $2 million building that I want. I've got the 15 broker relationships that I need to make in order to send me these deals, right? And so to make 15 relationships with brokers, I want to go back even more, another step back, like the 15 brokers are a little bit of a lag measure still. What is the action that it needs to take to have those conversations? I probably need to call, uh, let's see, uh, we got 12 weeks maybe like three brokers a week. Let's call three brokers. LOIs. He said he's got to make 30 LOIs, right? You have 30 LOIs. So we're going to back that out for 30 LOIs over 12 weeks. We're like three LOIs a week. Man, that's public spelling is killing me. Three submitted. Okay, then we got lenders. He said he needs five lenders. In order to get five lenders, I probably am one for five or uh, talking to people with money. So I probably need 25 lenders, right? Broken out. So I, I want to um, speak with like, let's say two new lenders a week. Okay. And partners, I'm going to leave partners off for now, but just for, just for time's sake. And what I want to show you here is this. So now his target is three brokers, two new lenders, three LOI submitted a week. All right. And he's got his vision Y down here. You can see it. He knows why he's doing it. So I'll go through with Dan and then I'll probably do, let's see, we've got six investor loans. Flip one house. I want to do James too, because it'll be, this will be for our uh, multifamily folks with Dan. And then Tim, going back to you, because we worked here a little bit. Um, you might want to speak to like, you know, two designers a week or, and then, you know, building a system. I want to like, um, I want to analyze um, software, uh, STR software. Sorry about that. I might want to like network with other STR investors to get some ideas for that. Something like this. Um, and then maybe I want to, uh, let's see, here on a furniture system, I'm trying to figure out the furniture system. Oh, you know what? Um, creating the listing on Airbnb, I would probably say like, um, like uh, I would like analyze short-term rental properties in air DNA. Do something like that, where I'm analyzing like three different short-term rental properties in air DNA a week. I'm networking with two investors, new investors that I'm going into Airbnb and I'm searching other local um, hosts and I'm trying to connect with them. And then I'm analyzing maybe two short-term 
rental softwares per week. And then I'm meeting with two designers per week. And I can front load this where that kind of drops off and things like that. So the next one, James, I want to go to you if you're still here. And if he's not, I know there's a lot of people on here that are trying to flip their first house, right? So if I want to flip one house, remember this is the result. So I got the result. I'm going to come back to, a, okay, James, you're here. So James, what are some of the things that you want to do? Let me see. Uh, I might've missed all of your, what are some of the actions? Okay. Cold call. You said cold call, um, cold call, continue. I'm going to write exactly what you said. Direct mail, get a deal <laughs> within 30 days. Okay. So you see, see how this is not really, these aren't smart, right? Um, so a lot of people are asking for this sheet. So um, I, I don't think my team has responded to that, but this sheet, this sheet is 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 like our IP and what we use inside of our mastermind group. This is a this is a workshop that we go through. It's like people come into our runway program, our altitude program, our multifamily program. We go through a workshop of goal setting like this, exactly like what we're doing for you guys right now. And my team is trained by Brian Moran in the 12 week year. We we did a ton of training with him, and my team and my staff go through this for you. This is what we do. This is what this is just a small piece of what we do inside of our mastermind group, inside of our seven figure runway program, our seven figure altitude program. So these sheets, this is a, this is a workbook that we use inside of our program that I'm showing to you guys right now. So um, I want you, you guys can create this yourself. You can you can run it, and I'm going to talk about this at the end. But I I want to help. I want our team to help you guys goal set. Like I want to be. I'm, I want to go through this with you so you see the process. And then you can choose, go do it on your own or do it with us. Okay. So, um, so this is our sheet. If you come into our program, it's like, we have some really cool stuff that we do inside of our mastermind groups, inside of our programs. I want to help you here on this call for sure. But like, this is our, this is our stuff. This is our secret sauce. This is all the really awesome stuff that we do inside of our program. So um, I'm, we'll send you the, the, the goal setting sheet, but I'm keeping this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will give, I give you guys as much, as much value as I can today, but there are some things that our members have that is just absolutely amazing for them. And I'm going to invite you guys in. Okay, James, let's come back to you. So help me here, James. So like now that I work through two other ones, do you feel like these are good? Are these smart? Are these specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable? Are they relevant? Are they relevant to this flip one house? So I want you to think about that and drop in the chat. Like, how can we adjust these a little bit? Yeah, so said probably not. So this is the problem. Like, let me just show you. Like, this is the problem that you guys have, everyone has, the human race has on goal setting. We set a goal. I want to flip one house. Okay, let, 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 me, let me get go through this a little bit real quick. You're going to say, I got a goal to set one, to flip one house or wholesale one house. And the problem we run into is we say, okay, I got all these actions that I have to do and I'm just doing them and I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel. And then I get distracted and I go from cold calling to direct mail. And then I hear a podcast that somebody talks about Facebook ads. So I start running Facebook ads. And then somebody, I heard another podcast that somebody was doing uh, Google ads. So I started doing Google ads. And then I heard about like driving for dollars. Then I started driving for dollars. And I stopped my direct mail. And I stopped my cold calling. And I stopped all this other stuff. And I just kept going. And next thing I know, it's been 90 days or it's been 180 days. And I'm in the same spot that I was before. And I'm just 
frustrated and pissed off at myself because I'm not flipping that first house. Does that feel like what any of you are going through right now? Tell me in the chat. Where it's like six months ago, you had a goal to do that first deal and it still hasn't happened. It's because there is so much information out there right now that's pulling you in 10, 10 or 20 different directions. Everybody's selling something and nobody's actually like laying out the path to results and goals and, and accountability. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, so many programs, confusing. I'm easily distracted. More info, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, absolutely. That's been working for me, so that's a. Oh yeah, no, James, I'm not telling you to stop doing this. I'm telling you, like the people out there, they're like the folk, they're just the squirrels are running by. There's so much noise, YouTube, Google, uh, free forums, uh, podcasts, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all this stuff. It's like, everybody's doing something different. What should I do? Who should I follow? It's so hard. It's so hard. And so I'm telling you guys, like, to, to properly goal set, proper, I, I love this. Justin, Justin was on the call with Grant Cardone that we did yesterday. He said, when, when you have conflicting data, you don't take action. When your brain has so much information and data, it's just like, enough, enough. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to take a break. This isn't working. This isn't work. This is so many people. You just got to stay focused. We got to stay focused. And this is what this, this is what proper goal setting will do for you. This is why I'm so glad that you're here. This is why this is so important. Because if we can properly back out the actions that are needed to take for 90 days to hit the result here, and we can be held accountable to those things by small groups, by people that are, are that will, will call us out because we're not doing the actions that are needed to be done, it all comes down to that. So James, what you've got right here, uh, let's see. Okay, you say, I, I definitely get it. So James, Right here, these are some things that you're doing right now. You're cold calling, you're sending direct mail. And, um, and, and these are also, these are also, they're okay for some lead metrics, but really there's a couple things that get us to deals. There's actual measurable things that get us to deals. And so like a certain number of connects or cold calls or things like that will, will get you to deals. So, so let's, if we just say like, Flipping one house, like this is a byproduct and a result of a lot of different things, right? So if you have a cold calling system that's working for you right now and it's bringing you deals, right? And you want to flip this house. So if we focus on cold calling, then we can build out something right here. Like how many connections do you need? Like how many people do you need to talk to a week in order to get that deal? right? How many connections do you need to make? How many people do you need to talk to? And so, and then I need to talk to this number of people. That means I need to make this number of calls. So it might be, I, I mean, I'm just throwing stuff out here. Um, it might be make, uh, so make cold calls and the target. So I would say, how many, how many calls do you need to make? A thousand a week? two hours a day myself and three hours from your caller. Didn't break down to how many people. So you got to do this. How many calls, how many calls can you make in two hours a day and then three hours a day? And then is that enough to back out? So really where I start with, with getting deals, always, 
everything. The one metric that I need, and I'll tell you, James, I will tell you right now if you're going to be successful or not. How many offers are you making a week? How many offers are you making on a, a week? And everybody, everybody drop it in the chat. How many offers did you make this week? Everybody in the, Everybody's in here. Tell me how many offers you made this week. Put that in the chat. Okay. Bryant said zero. Scott said one. Linda said zero. Gerald said 25. Gerald, you made 25 offers this week. You are going to be successful. Suzanne, zero. Lay in zero. Mark, four. Melissa, zero. Tim, three. Tim, one. Tim Dabronski, one. I have an appointment today and tomorrow, but zero offers this week. Two. So, so uh, James, um, today and tomorrow, but no offers this week. So, so appointments, most people are like tracking appointments. They're tracking um, calls. They're tracking all stuff. Like the one thing, if you're, if you're, I'm going to tell you if you're going to be successful, how many offers did you make? That's why I love down here with Dan, we got LOIs. We got spent three a week, three LOIs a week. He does that every single week. He's going to get a deal. I'm telling you right now. Uh, two so far, two, zero, one, Colin's at 14. Colin, Colin's 5B, I know. Colin is in our uh, Top Gun program. 14 offers this week. 14 offers. I love Scott. So how the hell do you look at that many houses to make 25 offers? So it's okay. I love Val's here. Val, it's awesome to have you here. Uh, with a power dialer, a person makes 300 calls a day. You'd be connected with about 100 to 150 people per day. So one lead per day. I love it. So like backing this stuff out, this is what's really important here, right? So as I look through this, um, James, um, in order to get your deal, I'm going to say, you, 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 if you want to like buy and renovate in 90 days, in the first eight weeks, you're going to need to get a property. In order to do that, I would be saying, I would want you to make at least, at least four to five offers a week. At least that. And so then what you got to do is back out, okay, what kind of effort and action is needed to take for me to make that many offers that way? And I'm going to suggest to everyone on this call, if you're analyzing a deal, if you're running numbers, you make an offer on everything. I don't care if it's 50% of what they're asking for. You need to make more offers. Make more offers. Uh, yeah, James, I, I'm telling like, it can be on market, off market, anything. Like, it can be... Um, Blaze, Blaze said in the chat, we, I'm working with Blaze right now. Every single house that I, he underwrites, we make an offer. You'll see it on our, on all the stuff we're doing on YouTube, but I'm going to encourage you guys. I'm going to encourage you guys to get off the learning curve and get on the action train, get off the learning train, get on the action train. Okay. Cause you, you, you know, enough, you've been on this call. You've been on a bunch of other calls of ours. Probably you've probably listened to a ton of podcasts. You've probably researched, you've probably done a lot of work. You, it's time to get on the action train. You just got to make, make offers. So, so I'm going to go back up real quick to James. So making cold calls. Um, I'm going to, the direct mail is, is well, I'm just going to look at cold, cold calls. Um, I'm going to look at appointment set. And I'm going to look at offers made. And I'm going to track this. So how many a week? How many cold calls can I make a week? And because that's going to define the size of my list. If I got to make a thousand cold calls in a week, I need a big, I need a bigger list. Right. And I'm going to set maybe, oh, it'd be awesome to have like, let's say six appointments and you're making four offers a week. And the reason why this appointments to offers are low is because these people don't show up <laughs> or, or they cancel or they sell the house or something like that. 
and you're going on, you're going on trying to go a six appointment. You're making four offers. Something like this. And now, now what happens is you show up every single week and you're reporting on this. So now what we do, so this is, we do this work, work, workshop, right? We do this workshop. We pair up groups together. So now you guys can do all this. You can do all this. And now what we do inside of our mastermind group is we pair everybody up in groups of five to eight in the accountability groups. They show up once a week, once a week, they just show up. And up here, it's really cool. Um, let me see, here's attendance. So we got all these names. So here's the like name, things like that. They got the links to the meetings. And then all of our groups, we have all these groups that we run and it's got the dates and it just shows attendance here. So we just track attendance. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, 80%, maybe 90% of getting that, getting this done, getting your goals done is just showing up, just show up to the meeting. And the cool thing is here. So like, let's say James, let's say James. So before the meeting, James says, you know, Hey, I had 600 cold calls. I had three appointments. I made three offers. Right. So what happens now is you see some percentage of the target, right? You didn't hit it and you're below it and you show up and you got five other people that said, Hey James, how come you only made 600 calls? So we figured out how we can set goals. We can make them smart. And then we can back out to lead metrics with the actions, right? And set smart actions. So you set smart actions now. Okay. Obi's asking here, Obi, right here. Look, you want five pressure washing jobs? You got to, you got to, you got to go give quotes. So first thing you need is leads. Then you need quotes. Then you need, um, you probably need some sort of thing. After, okay. Go to neighborhoods, look for houses, that, that kind of stuff. So you need some, you need leads. And I think you said like, uh, flyers, business cards, that kind of stuff. So Facebook ads. So right now you got a certain number of leads that you need. Right. And so to get those leads, I would say if it was me, I'd, I'd say posts on social media. So organic posts, I'm going to do, I'm going to post in 20 groups and I'm post every single day. So I want seven posts in, in on social media in over 20 groups, seven posts of, of my, a business card. This is my business. I'm here for you. Those kind of things. And then I want uh, sales calls. I want at least like 20 sales calls a week quotes that I give out. Maybe it's like half of those go to quote. And then that, that will do it. I'm telling you right now, here you go. You don't even need to run Facebook ads, get all organic, join every single Facebook group. All that's just join Facebook groups, post in groups, garage sales, local groups, all kinds of stuff like that. All free, all free. You get at least five pressure washing jobs. You should have that in a week or two. So this is how we, this is how we back it out. This is the actions that are needed to produce a result, right? Okay. So we got the goals. We got the goal. We got made it smart. And we got now the actions, the lead metrics that lead up in the beginning to create that result for 90 days. And the next thing, the next thing, and this is, so this is, this is a good start right here. And this is what, 
Most of you guys are not even doing this. The next step, if you want to be laser focused and you want to see execution and you want to hit your goals every single time, you need accountability. You have to have accountability. And that's not you. That's not you holding yourself accountable because you're not going to. You're going to give up on yourself at some point. I do it every single time. I have the best of intentions. The best of intentions. And then I, I just, I, I, I am married to the actions to a certain point. I need help. I need fuel. I need another, I need a partner. I need other people that are like-minded that push me to show up every single week and hit that action. I'll tell you what, if your call's on Tuesday and you don't have your stuff done on Monday, you're working hard on Monday because you don't want to show up that Tuesday morning and not have your stuff done. When you're looking at other people that you respect, that respect you and say, I didn't get my stuff done. I'm at 30% again. I'm at 20% again. I'm at 10%. And next thing you know, is start raising your numbers. And then what happens, it's like, it's like going to the gym. It's like eating right. It's like doing the things that, that we know we should do. And little by little, we make small changes over long periods of time, produce massive results. And then it becomes easy. I've been out of the gym for three months. I started like playing pickleball and just skipping the gym for work and stuff like that for three months. And I'm, I'm back this week in full force and I am sore. And I'm not lifting anywhere near the weight I was lifting three months ago. I'm embarrassed in there. I don't feel good. And I know these first couple of weeks are going to be work. But what I also know is that three weeks from now, a month from now, two months from now, it's going to be the easiest thing ever to do. Show up, get in there. I start seeing gains. I start growing and I, I'm working it out. So this is one of our most powerful resources inside of our mastermind group is our accountability groups. And I tell you that because this, this goal setting stuff that I'm teaching you right now, set these goals, go do this. Whether you join us or not, this must be done this way in smart, bite-sized chunks, 90 days, actions, build them out. I hope that you guys can see now what my goal is and the direction that I want to go. And then every 90 days, we do accountability groups inside of our mastermind. What you need to be successful is accountability, a community of people that support you, that are like-minded, that lift you up when you're down. And that you can lean into when you're struggling. A lot of you are like, I'm both. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I want you to get around other people that are excited and nervous. And other people that are just excited. They're like, let me show you what I'm doing. Let me share it with you. Let me talk to you. Let me support you. There's going to be a day where you show up where you're all zeros. You do it a week and you didn't do anything. And those people aren't going to beat you up. They're going to, they're going to give you some tough love. But they're also going to support you and lift you up. So... That is the key element, I would say, to all of this stuff is seeing those. And then every week we're tracking it. So you can see, you got a kickoff week. You got attendance. Are you showing up? And we track attendance. This percentage is attendance. Because I know if you just show up, you'll be successful. If these people right here, if all these people show up, Ali shows up, James shows up, Ovi, Tim, Dan, and Sherry, they just show up to their call once a week, be successful. Hey, if anybody is in the chat that's in our mastermind group, that is, is working the accountability process. Just let, let me know. Let me know how it's going for you.
Let me know how it's going for you. So Charlie said, uh, yes, it is. The key to our growth, 100%, is the accountability. So let's see. Let's see what we got. Um, Helps so much. Accountability community made it real, plain, real. Thank you. Love my group. Sherry loves the group. Yeah. Sherry's Sherry's been in the group forever. Um, hold us accountable. Top Gun with Vaughn. Builds momentum in your business. So like, yeah, we have a ton of members in here. Oh my gosh. So good to see you guys. All right. Um, so what I'd like to do to end this is, first of all, if you guys have any questions about this that, I, that you feel unclear about, drop it in there. But I'd like to invite you guys, if, if you're interested, to just find out more about our runway program, our multifamily program, our altitude program, wherever you guys are. I want to give you the opportunity to walk with you over this year. I want you to hit your goals. I want to see you successful. I want to help you and support you in that, in that goal. Um, we do some amazing events every quarter. So every quarter we do an event, an in-person event that gets our like mind right, our motivation, the tactics, the strategies, everything in person. And then we kick off accountability session for the next quarter. And we go for 90 days on accountability. And inside of there, we have coaches that can help you one-on-one -on -one and support you. And, and that's, that's what we do. Like we do a lot of this free stuff. I have YouTube channels. I have uh, podcasts. We have all kinds of stuff like that. And, but where the rubber meets the road is having true accountability and a community of people that will lift you up with events, with everything that we put out. And so there's a cost to it. I realize that. But there's a cost to delay that's even more detrimental. And there's a cost to never reaching this goals and success that you want to have. And so in my whole life, I've started to, the past five, the past eight years, I've been paying for speed. I want to go faster. I want to go bigger. And I want to be around other people who have the same mindset as me to help push me. So uh, if, if you guys can drop a link in the chat, this is, we have a link for a call. You can jump on a call with our, uh, uh, our folks. They got uh, a, call, a link right there. So uh, meetings, okay, it's the one that the team just jumped in, dropped in there. So I'd encourage you guys to just jump in, set a, set a time to talk to my team, my staff, and see if it's the right fit. And they'll tell you, the, the thing I talked about where all of you guys are like, yes, yes, yes. There's so much information out there. And so what I realized, my key to success was that I was coachable. And I was able to follow one course until successful. When Andy McFarland was my coach, and I paid $25,000 to join that program, seven-figure flipping, when I started. Andy told me to do something, and I just said yes. Like, I'll do it. And I, I, I shut out the noise. I shut out the other podcasts. I shut out the other gurus. I shut out the other stuff. When I needed something, I went and got it from my community. And I just went and I just did that. Like he's seeing success. I modeled success. So I would encourage you, if I'm your, if you're still on and I'm your guy, I'd love to invite you. And if I'm not, the biggest thing that I'll tell you is just find one, find one group, find one YouTube channel, find one podcast. The problem that we have is we're just listening to so many things. We're listening to so much distractions. I saw somebody say they want to read like two books a month or something like that. Five books a month. So many people want to read 30 books a year. Like we read a book, we pick it up, we read it. We don't do anything with it. And then we put it down and we read another one and we read another one. Like, oh, this is great information. And we feel like we're moving forward, but we're not moving forward. 
Like, I want you guys to move forward. I want to move forward with you. Like, I want you to jump in. I want you to use the gym. Like, sign up for the gym and then use it. Come to the accountability groups. Come to the events. Have a one-on-one coaching call. If you're feeling like you're struggling, there are people that want to support you. Like, they want to be there. We have 16 laser coaches, one-on-one coaches across our community. 16 people that coach one-on-one. That have been right where you are right now. They've been there. They were just there like three months ago. And so I really will challenge you to stop taking in more information. Like you're not, we're drowning in information. We're drowning in information. There's so much that it's confusing. And it's crushing us. So like, if you're ready to go, like you're all in, like you said you were in the beginning, like do something. Like make this year the year that you're going to change the way that you show up. Change the way that you go and, and change the, like actually hit the goals that you set. And just keep in mind, I think I'm pretty successful and I only hit 50% of my goals. I hit 33% of my goals in this business and I hit 66% of my goals in my personal. So I'll tell you, like, but I showed up every day and I committed to the actions. I was married to the actions. And there were times that I fell down and I got picked up by my community, the people around me, my mastermind group, my people. And that's what we need. So I'm going to tell you guys, like, that's what I want to see from you this year. If you're really all in, you want to commit, you want to do it, go. So I got, there's a great question here. How do you know what is the best fit? Here's my advice to all of you. Find someone that you resonate with their values and their life, their real life. Like what's really going on in their life. Are they successful financially? Do they, do you, do you match up to them and their community? Cause I'll tell you what, like I'm the leader of this community. So the people that you find in this community are going to be a lot like me in different ways. We're diverse. There's different, there's different beliefs there's different things in there, but you're going to get those kind of values. The leader sets the values. If you're a leader of your company and you have employees and staff, your family is an operational organization of values inside of your family. And that's what it is here. Like, this is my family. So the people that come in, we share very similar values. My core values are extreme ownership. I take responsibility for my actions. Everybody in my world needs to take responsibility for their actions. They're not complaining. They're not they're not saying the market is, a, is, is the reason why I'm not successful. They're not saying that somebody else's fault. They're taking responsibility. I didn't show up. They're coming to these accountability groups with a 30%. So I know why I wasn't successful this week. I'll be better next week. They're taking ownership and responsibility. Stewardship. Stewardship is a biblical term. But to me, what it means is that I take responsibility, like inside of my world, right? Like I take, I, I give an example all the time. My dad, when my dad, when I was young, my dad would go on a run and he'd come back home with a bag of trash. And when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy is an incredible steward of our planet, of, his, of like everything that he does. Like he, he, he takes care of those things. And I'm a good steward of the resources and the time that I'm going to spend with you guys. Like I want us to be really impactful for you. I know that your time is valuable. I know that your money is valuable. So stewardship is really important to me inside my company, my staff, everyone around. It's like they, they, inside the company, 
They're a good steward of the resources there. And if we're a good steward of what we're given, we're going to get more. If you're a good steward of that money that you're making, and it's going to great places and great things, and you're going to get more. You'll be blessed with more. But God will bless you with more if you're a good steward of his resources and what he gives you. All the skills. You guys have this calling. You have these abilities. Go, go out and do something with them. Don't waste them. He's going to give them to somebody else. So stewardship, hard work. And that doesn't mean like hustle and grind. I'm not, I'm not preaching, go hustle, 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 hustle. But when I show up, I'm working. I'm all out. Like I'm going to go off this call and I'm going to, I need a break. I need to sit down and take a break. He's taking everything that I've got to give to you guys today. So hard work. Like when we show up, we're a committed, dedicated, focused effort. We're working. Integrity. Integrity is the number one in my world. Like I, I, this is, this is really, really important to me. I've realized I've been screwed over many times by people in my life, business people, like like care less about their values than they do about money and these kind of things. Like just doing things with integrity, doing the right thing when nobody's looking, doing the right thing when nobody's looking and just doing the best that you can, like being, being a, somebody who operates with integrity and when they sign in their name or they shake their, your hand, you put your name to it, that's it. It's really important to them. That's important to me. And then personal and professional development, always growing. Always growing. Huge for me, huge value for me, personal and professional development. So those are mine. Uh, there's a ton of like just amazing people in our community. Um, I love to work hard. I love to play hard. I love to... I love to grow. I love to grow. And I, I want to constantly be learning new things and growing and developing and reaching a next level. And that's why goal setting is so important to me. And that's why I think it should be important to you guys.